come on, yeah, come on, it's like that, it's like that. Hello and welcome to my young, loyal listeners of Teen Bible Study Talk in 10 Minutes. So what do you know? Word on the go. This podcast is brought to you by and produced by Real Time with the Bennetts, where real talk happens all the time. I'm your host, Minister Bennett, of today's episode, and my co-host is... The lovely Sister Bennett, as my husband affectionately calls me. Thank you for allowing and trusting us to be a part of your Christian walk. In this week's episode, we will be discussing serving with loyalty according to God's word. Yeah, that's right. Come on, come on, come on. We are live at PNT Podcast Studio with another great lesson for another great week. And yep, you guessed it, we're talking about loyalty today. So let's get right down to it. The world and the biblical meaning of loyalty. A strong feeling of support or allegiance. We can also find this biblically in Numbers 30 and 2. If a man vows a vow to the Lord or swears an oath to bind himself by a pledge, he shall not break his word. He shall do according to all that proceeds out of his mouth. Simply put, don't do what you ain't going to do and don't say what you ain't going to do. Do what you say and say what you're going to do and leave it at that. To me, loyalty begins with commitment. Yes, a commitment. See, commitment is part of loyalty and the two go together. There can therefore be no loyalty without a commitment. Yes, loyalty and commitment are married and joined at the hip. You can't have one without the other. I don't know about you, but I don't know many people that are loyal and not committed. That's right. If you're loyal, then you have to be committed. But I believe some people think that they can be loyal but not committed, or they can be committed without being loyal. Think about it. When we, are, when we as people are not interested or have a vested interest, we can care less about the outcome and how things turn out. Let's give God a very, very big thank you for not thinking like us. Yes, I want to thank him so much today for not thinking like us. I want to thank him for being loyal and committed. Because I'm truly scared to think about where I would be if God didn't display his loyalty and commitment to sinners like you and I, when death was a very real and just punishment for how we were living. In today's world, we use words like, we are thick as thieves. We say when we see one, you will see the other. We make jokes about seeing people joined at the hip because they're always together. And my favorite, we like two peas in a pod. Yes, two peas in a pod that were raised together. You plant a pea, and it raises up, and there are two peas inside of that pod. Uh-oh, pause. Let's pause. If we, are, if we are also to liken this to our salvation, to being two peas in a pod with Jesus Christ, then the Scripture talks to the loyalty required to show the world our commitment to God's service. Colossians 3, 1 and 2. Therefore, since you have been raised with Christ, strive for the things above, where Christ is seated at the right hand of God, set your mind on those things above and not on these earthly things. We can also see this in 1 John 5 and 3. For this is the love of God, that we keep his commandments, and his commandments are not burdensome. Basically, God loved us so much, why, 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 why is that a problem not to listen or follow what he says? And, and to be honest, what God is asking us to do, it's not hard at all. Since God is love and love is God, then our loyalty and commitment must and should always be founded and based in love. If loyalty is based on anything other than love, then your commitment to it can leave or dissipate as fast 
as you can imagine or believe that you are a loyalist. Yes, I said a lot. Basically, what I said is this. If your loyalty or commitment isn't based on love, then it's, it's a fleeting thought. Because as soon as you change your mind about it, you're no longer going to be loyal or committed to whatever it is, that person, that job, that school, or whatever it is you're doing. Think about the world's definition. It said a strong feeling, not a thought, not an inkling. It's a feeling, which love is a feeling. Love is a feeling that is quite stronger than like. No, it can't be something you like. It can't be that I like God. It has to be that you love. You will always be committed to what you love. Rightfully so. We like a lot of things, but only love and truly love a few. And I'm hoping that Jesus and God is in that few. Not only should they be in the few, but they should also sit front and center in positions one and two. If you got anything in front of them, you may want to reevaluate your priorities. Being loyal and committed takes no effort, not burdensome, remember that. It's something we do without even thinking about it. Loyalty never comes at a cost and can never be bought. If that's the case, then that is not loyalty. That is obligation. And God is not in the business of obligating people to his cause or service. He wants people who freely serve and are loyal and committed to what he wants. We do what we do for God because we love him. Don't go nowhere. We'll be right back after this short break. We're back live in PNT Podcast Studio after that short break. We're going to look at some practical ways to demonstrate your service with loyalty. Serving with loyalty or serving with commitment, depending on how you look at it, glass half full, glass half empty, requires a love for God beyond the human heart. Be loyal to God in all you do, and you will be richly rewarded. Number one, service with a smile. I'm sure you heard that one before. Serving because he first loved us. See, when someone loves you, you should always have a smile on your face. Every time I think about God, every time I think about his goodness and all he done for me, all that he kept me from, all, he, all that he healed me from, all I can do is but have a smile on my face. So my service is with the smile. Number two, service with commitment. Serving when it may not be convenient for you, but when God needs you to. Now, this is probably the tough of, toughest of them all. Basically, sometimes God will need you to speak on someone's behalf, to pray, to stop, to help, or do whatever God needs you to do when the time that just doesn't seem convenient. It could be doing your favorite TV show, doing a sports game, while you're playing video games, why, why, why are you doing many things other than what God needs you to do? He just may call upon you. So be committed when God calls you to that, to that service. Number three, service to haters. Oh, that is really tough. Serving despite how we feel about a person, no matter the history or the memories. God threw all our sins into the sea of forgetfulness. Think about that. He threw them away to never remember them. Jesus died on the cross to remove all our sins from us. So don't be like us old folks and pile a new list that we need to be given for. Number four, service to the needy. Probably one of the most powerful, if, if, if anything. Serving those that are less fortunate. No, they're not less all. They're just less fortunate. Those that, that have hit a rough patch or that, that, that are just struggling right now, health-wise, financially, spiritually, mentally, be there for them. Jesus served us when we didn't want to or think we needed serving, but he was there right there. He was right there. He was right right there serving, being a good servant called by God, and he did it through loyalty and commitment. I know this segment was short, 
But I have a funny feeling that we have a very, very power-packed conversation corner on the way. Hey, let's see what they're rapping about over here in the conversation corner. Hey, Minister Bennett. What y'all rapping about over here? We were chatting about loyalty as a Christian. I asked them had they heard of the sayings like ride or die, my road dog, my ace, my bestie. They were like, yeah, and started naming others. So I said, okay, good. Now, who can tell me what all of these sayings mean? And one spoke up and said they mean that the person is your person, meaning that's the one you go to when you need or not need anything. That person will always have your back. I said, that's true. And it's awesome if you have a person like that in your life. It truly is a blessing. I asked them to think about that person or persons that had their back and they had theirs. So as they were thinking, I told them that the bottom line of their relationship with this person or persons is summed up in one word, loyalty. They were all in agreement. So I said, we need to serve Christ with loyalty to him as well. We need to be his ride or die. Think about it. He was our ride or die. He was loyal to us when he hung on the cross, bled and died for our sins. Why not die to our flesh for him? What's stopping us? With loyalty comes commitment. And when you are committed to something, you do everything you can to have the outcome you're desiring. And that is the same with our Christian walk. When we recited the sinner's prayer and gave our life to Christ, we were saying at that moment that we were going to be loyal and committed to Christ. We were going to run the race. We were going to fight the good fight. We want our outcome to be having a mansion that's prepared just for us. Don't let your loyalty waver when different temptations come your way, when the devil places roadblocks on your path to righteousness. For that matter, don't let people make you waver in your loyalty to Christ. And that waver can come from people talking negatively about you, people treating you unkindly, people judging you. Will it hurt? Yes, but don't let it consume you. Tell them, nope, not today, and keep it moving. Yes, you will on your road to righteousness have speed bumps, but what do you do? Just like a speed bump is designed to do, it will slow you down, but once you get over that hump, you're on your way to your destination. Don't get stuck. Stay loyal to Christ, and as he stated in Proverbs 3, 6, acknowledge him in all your ways, and he shall direct your path. Now that's loyalty at its best. He shall direct your path. Thank you, Lord. Acknowledge him in all your ways. Stay loyal to the one who is forever loyal to you. Also, don't forget, we may feature some of your comments or respond to your questions on the fourth week of each month. So if you have questions or comments about the show, we'd love to hear from you. Hit us up at pntpodcast2020 at gmail.com. In summary, the importance of serving with loyalty. Loyalty and commitment are a vital part of everyday life here on earth. Loyalty and commitment to God is vitally important in the eternal life with God. Begin each day as Joshua did in 2415, deciding where his loyalties lie and should be placed each and every day of his life. Two are better than one because they have good return for their labor. If either of them falls down, one can help the other up. But pity anyone who falls and has no one to help them. Also, if two lie down together, they will keep warm. But how can one keep warm alone? Though one may be overpowered, two can defend themselves. A quarter three strands is not quickly broken. Ecclesiastes 4, 9 through 12. 
As always, please don't forget to subscribe and share so that you and your friends will get all future notifications when new and exciting episodes are uploaded and posted. Until next time, stay safe and live a life holy and acceptable to God. After all, it's your reasonable service. With a special thank you to LJ Productions for post-productions editing techniques that's used for this podcast. This podcast was sponsored in part by the Body of Christ Church in Waldorf, Maryland, Pastor Kenneth E. Stewart, its Christian education ministry, in association with Real Time with the Bennetts. Well, Real Talk What? You got it. Happens all the time. Yeah, it's like that.